I'm sorry to see you go, Professor. You've been a well-respected toad in these here parts for an awful long time, Henry Fox stated. Professor Croak let out an unexpected rippet. You're excused, said Henry Fox. For sale? I'm not moving. There must be a mistake, the professor insisted. Henry Fox looked confused. Then why did you put an ad in the real estate section of the paper and order a for sale sign to be placed in your yard? The fox asked. I did no such thing, Professor Croak was furious. You called me this very morning, Professor. There was no mistake in your voice. You told me yourself that you were going to visit your nana in Brighton Forest, Henry Fox said in a serious voice. I did no such thing. There has to be a mistake. Take this sign away immediately, the angry toad ordered. Just as the fox was about to pull the sign out of the ground, Miss Mouse walked up and said, Thank you for removing the sign to my new home, gentlemen. The fox and the toad looked at Miss Mouse with their mouths wide open. I apologize, ma'am, but there has been a terrible mistake. You see, this house is not for sale, Henry Fox explained while Professor Croak shook his head no. I beg to differ, Mr. Fox. I was just down at the office of Hen, Chicken and Mallard Real Estate Agency and put a down payment on this home and signed the papers. So you see, my dear Fox, it is mine, Miss Mouse said. The toad let out another ribbit. The professor's ribbits sounded more like a mixture of burps and ribbits, as if he was actually burping the word ribbit. Excuse you, sir. You are in the presence of a lady, said Miss Mouse. Professor Croak was in such a state of shock he had no idea what to do. Well, Miss Mouse, I will have to clear this matter up. So, in the meantime, stay out of my tree home. Henry Fox, you stay here and make sure she does not disturb my things. I'll be back after I visit Hen, Chicken and Mallard. He started to run toward town. You'd better be quick, Professor Croak. My furniture will be here shortly. Miss Mouse yelled so the toad could hear her. Ribbit, he yelled in panic. As fast as he could, he went to the real estate office only to find a giant picture of his home on the door with the word sold stamped across it in red. The door was locked. He noticed there was a wooden sign in the window that said, Out to lunch. No! Where can they be? yelled the frantic toad. Professor Croak ran to the nearest cafe, where he normally saw Mallard drinking little cups of espresso. He looked in, and didn't see him. He ran to the restaurant the old turtle owned. It was named Turtle Soup, which was only the name and not an item on the menu. Professor Croak went inside and could not find Hen, Chicken and Mallard. He asked the owner if he had seen them. The old turtle with his wrinkled green shell motioned for him to come closer. The toad leaned in. They are down the street in Beaver's Firewood Store with Fingleberry Ferret. The old turtle winked at him, and Professor Croak placed some coins on the counter. The owner was grateful because he did not like Fingleberry Ferret or his practical jokes. Professor Croak realized he had been tricked and walked home with his head lowered, He couldn't imagine being without his tree home or his many precious books. While on his way down the dirt road, Professor Croak 
had a brilliant idea to teach Fingleberry Ferret a lesson. The toad truly didn't want to resort to immature behavior, but Fingleberry Ferret was a bully. When Professor Croak reached his tree home, he realized that Henry Fox and Miss Mouse were in on Fingleberry's prank because they were no longer there. He must be taught a lesson, Professor Croak stated, then shut and locked his door.